What it do? Happy Monday to you and yours. It's Calvin K.O. brought to you by Anchor. I hope you had a great weekend. Let's get right to it. We're talking NBA, golf, wrestling. Woo! This is going to be a new segment for Calvin K.O. We'll do it on Mondays. There's a lot that normally goes on on the weekend of sports. Too much to cover sometimes. So I'm going to take the three things that stood out to me and I'm going to bring them to y'all. It's called Three Strikes and I'm Out. Strike one. Let's talk that NBA Saturday primetime game. Oklahoma City Thunder at the Golden State Warriors. Everybody say Warriors. Warriors. 112 to 80. Man, that was an ass whooping. Oklahoma City won the first two games of the season against the Warriors. And everybody was talking like OKC had their number. I've already said that I think OKC will be the toughest match for the dubs once they figured out and i guess the dubs must have heard me because they came out and they were like let me show you how much better we are than this team so they came out and put that thing on them and beat them by 32 but to oklahoma city's credit you know they blew the dubs out the first two games when they played but this game though very competitive game going back and forth it was very chippy as well um but very competitive until about three minutes left in the third quarter. And then the dubs just took off and left OKC behind. PG-13 had a tough day. One for 14 from the field. Five points, man. Five boards. Russ, tough day from the field. Four for 15. 15 points, 12 boards, seven assists. Did not get that triple-double. And then the players on the dubs, KD, came out and made sure he was efficient. 28 points, five boards. 10 for 20 from the field, 4-6 from the three-point line. Steph had 21, nine boards, six assists, 5 of 12 from the three-point line. Clay kind of had an off night, 5 of 16 from the field, only 1 of 11 from three-point line, but he had 11 points, four boards. And then Draymond had a very well-rounded game, 10, 10 points, five boards, eight assists, uh, 5 of 8 shooting. Very solid game for the Dubs, man. It was a beautiful thing to see. I needed to see that as a Dubs fan. I just needed to see them come out and not not only compete but win and win big against o- Oklahoma City to let them know that the champs are still the champs. And that's how they're going to play if they play in the playoffs. They're going to take it serious and they're going to clamp down on D like they did in that game right there. Season series is now at 2-1. I think they've got one more match before the playoffs. It'll be good to see how that goes. Um, My notes from the game, though, Draymond Green got a technical foul. I hope it gets rescinded. The ref thought he was talking shit to him after he blocked somebody's shot. Um, He seemed like he was screaming at the crowd. Hopefully they take that away, though, because one more technical foul, and then he's getting suspended for a game. Melo and KD got technical fouls because they were chirping at each other. A lot of shoving. A lot of shoving going on in this game. Mello and Draymond Green started bumping chest because Green fouled Mello and kind of popped him in the top of the head. And then they start getting after it. And then, you know, the play that everybody's talking about is Zaza Pachulia uh, accidentally falling on Russ on purpose. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, Russ... Russ and Nick Young got tied up, and Zaza kind of got his leg clipped. He's big enough that where he should have stayed on his feet, but, you know, he took the opportunity to fall on Russ. Russ calls it dirty, calls Zaza a dirty player, and uh, I guess that's where we're going to leave this game and this strike right there. 
Jaja's fall on Russ. Was it dirty? What do you think? You let me know. Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor. That's strike one. Dubs dominate Oklahoma City Thunder. 112.80. Steve Rack 2. My second strike is golf. Tiger Woods comeback it continues and he continues to show improvements he looked healthy he was hitting the ball well and I liked what I saw as far as Tiger's confidence is concerned out there on the golf course last year or two years ago when he was going through the comeback then and he was fresh off of his injuries and surgeries when he would hit a ball and he'd land on the green I'd see him be happy that he hit the ball on the green without hurting himself or he would hit the ball and he would hurt himself so his expect the expectations of tiger a couple years ago a year and a half ago when he was attempting to come back wasn't so strong he didn't believe in himself he was just happy to play a couple holes without hurting himself or get the greens in regulation but what i saw from tiger this weekend and this is why i'm hoping that this comeback is for real and legit and this is this is the one what i saw from him this weekend was the fact that when he hit a ball and i don't even see where the ball is going i'm just watching tiger's reaction he's like oh come on tiger darn it sheesh all that shit that he normally does i'm going oh man this is about to be a bad shot this is about to be all up in the bushes and shit and hit somebody but it didn't it landed on the green so I'm like, oh, what you complaining about? It landed on the green. And that's how I believe that this is this this comeback with Tiger is for real. Because now his confidence is back, his health seems to not be holding him back to where he was upset with his ball placement on the green. He wasn't just satisfied for the fact that he hit it on the green without injury or just successfully hit it on the green wherever it landed on the green. He's getting back to that very detailed Tiger Woods where he's expecting to hit it in a very specific shot and he's actually doing it or he's getting upset when he doesn't. He had a chance to actually compete in the final round of the tournament. You know, he goes into it even. His front nine, he starts out, he gets down to minus three. He's in contention. He breaks the top ten. This is a beautiful thing. But then the back nine, uh, I think fatigue set in. And he just wasn't finishing strong like he should have to really legitimately finish out the round. But by far, his best tournament to date, hopefully, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods is back, y'all. You guys already know my opinion on this. I hope he goes back to smashing 18 holes in his personal life so he can get back to crushing these 18 holes on the golf course. You dig? Finally, I got to talk about this WWE shit that I just watched over the weekend. The Elimination Chamber, first time I've ever seen an Elimination Chamber match, and they had two of them. They had a six-female chamber match with the champ, Alexa Bliss, going against Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mickey James, and then two girls that are, uh, I forgot their fucking names. I don't know everybody's name like that. I'm just getting back into wrestling, y'all, so bear with me. There is a WWE Results podcast right here in the Anchor family. So if I fuck all of this info up, go check them out because they can uh, they can vouch for me or correct me and be my fact checks. Uh, but moving on, great match, man. These ladies are bringing it now. Like this ain't just like some whack ass gorgeous ladies of wrestling glow shit. Like these girls look good. They flying off the top ropes. They pulling mad tricks out their ass now when they in the ring. 
and they're holding their own in that male-dominated wrestling game. It was pretty dope. Alexa Bliss kept her title and then gave a hilarious little monologue speech at the end of the match. Like, she was acting all sad, like she was crying. And all you girls can do whatever you want. But you can't beat me type shit. I thought she was going to be a good girl and she went right back to being the little heel that she is. And then uh, Nia Jax from San Diego. I got I to gotta show love to the hometown girl. Nia Jax doing her thing in the ring against Asuka. Asuka found a way to beat her. She's still undefeated. Um, but then Nia Jax put that thing on her after the bell. Came back in, beat her up a little bit, and then walked her bitter ass down the, the aisle in defeat. Walk of shame style. Asuka, still undefeated, beat the I don't know what her nickname is. The Unstoppable Force, the Irresistible Force, Nia Jax, who I think is a beautiful lady. She's just hella big. And if someone can correct me on this, I heard that she was a model back in the day, like size five type model. And now she's like not a size five, but she's still hella pretty in the face. You can see the potential. You see it there. I just wonder if if she really was a model and she was really size five, if anybody's got photos of that. I mean, there is the internet. I should probably look, huh? You know, the, the snitchernet has that shit. I'm a look. I'm a look. I'm a look. Rowdy Ronda Rousey signs her contract with the WWE in the middle of the ring, and they already start off on some rivalry shit. It looks like they're gonna take the story to where Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon are gonna have beef, kind of like Vince and Stone Cold Steve Austin used to have beef back in the day. So it'll be real cool to see how that plays out. Kurt Angle still plays an amazing idiot. He was pretty dope how he sold that shit yesterday. I liked it. It was funny. And then Ronda Rousey did pick up Triple H and slam his ass through a fucking table. That was dope as well. And then uh, there was a seven-man chamber match. John Cena, Braun Strowman, Elias, The Miz, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Finn Balor, who is becoming my new favorite wrestler. All for a shot at the chance to face Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania and Roman Reigns who they are that's the guy that they're pushing he's supposed to be the new guy he's the one that comes out victorious he will face Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania that's how that goes so after watching that amazing wrestling event where I feel like the women dominated the the women's elimination chamber match was better than the men's in my opinion Ronda Rousey now coming to the WWE is a big move Solid, solid move for the Federation So the topic here is After watching the Royal Rumble And watching the Elimination Chamber Are the women bringing it harder than the guys? In my opinion, they are Some of the moves that the guys are doing in that Elimination Chamber match Cena looks like old school wrestling Like he stays like crouched down And he... He doesn't really sell the hits. He doesn't sell the moves like some of the other guys do. And some of the guy, and none of the guys that I saw in the ring, I can't say none of them. Finn Balor's hella dope. Seth Rollins is dope as well. I just thought the women's match was far more entertaining and exciting. They're flying around doing shit I haven't seen the women do before. What is your opinion on that? You let me know. It's Cali KO brought to you by Anchor. Strike three. I'm out. 
It's Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor. KO is not in the building. He's out on an audition. We wish him the best of luck. Hopefully that works out for him. He's getting his foot in the door in Hollywood. He's paying his dues. He's putting down that grind. And he's avoiding all grimy motherfuckers on a casting couch. We wish the homie luck. And we're going to have a short episode today because I'm excited. I've got plans with my little man today. I'm taking him to go see the WWE. They're in town. They're in San Diego. He doesn't even know that we're going to go. We watched the pay-per-view match last night. And then we normally will have sleepovers in the living room and watch Monday Night Raw. He doesn't know that we're going to go see these people in San Diego. I'm a little upset that most of the people that were on the pay-per-view are going to be at the show tonight in Anaheim where there will they'll be filming Monday Night Raw tonight. That one starts at 4.30 p.m. We're not going to that one. All the good people, not all the good people, but most of the good people from last night's Elimination Chamber will be in Anaheim tonight, not San Diego. But I'm excited to see Charlotte Flair. I'm excited to see AJ Styles. And there are going to be some other heaters tonight, San Diego. I'm taking little man. I'm excited to take him. He don't know we're going. It's going to be dope. I can't wait to share stories about that one. But before we get out of here, we got to give shout outs to the anchor family that continue to support the Cal and KO show and we got some new listeners on board and I want to tell them thank you we appreciate you by name shout out to the fitness crew crew c-r-u that's how they spell it they got it all swagged out hashtag fit fam go check them out thank you for rocking with us we appreciate you shout out to the soul on sports podcast all things sports go check them out we appreciate you for rocking with us OG anchor podcaster William Young You favorited our station We appreciate you for that Thank you Shout out to Sarah B From the Sarah's Corner podcast You're rocking with us So we're going to start rocking with you too Thank you for that ma And then of course The coolest names I've heard so far Ben and Fat Sam over at The Word Thank you for rocking with us We're going to check you out as well If you're an up and coming podcaster You want us to check you out It's very simple Just open up the lines of communication it's K-A-L and K-O. That's Cal and K-O. We're here at Anchor. Reach out to us. Tell us about your show. We'll check you out. We'll show you some love on our end. Hopefully you return the favor. But if not, it's all good. We don't do it on our end, so you show us love on yours. We just about showing love and spreading love and opening the lines of communication. That's what we do over here. And I got to get ready for some wrestling shit tonight. Dad date with the sun is going down. It's Cali KO brought to you by Anchor. I will say it until I brainwash you with it. Have a good Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. Deuces.